Yes, I'm back home. Made the big trip from Toronto. It's so nice to be back in St. Catharines, to be visiting friends and family. And it's so warm out, it feels like summer. We're so close yet so far. I gotta go, I gotta go host a show. Hello, Niagara, my name is Jess. I'm so excited to be taking over Niagara 411 Live today. Lee is somewhere very warm and very tropical, so I kicked him out and I'm the replacement today. So excited to meet all of you and tell you a little bit about myself. We got some really, really fun guests coming in. But first, follow me on into Fiddler's Poor House. This way. Perfect, it's a beautiful day outside today. So as I said earlier, my name is Jessica Wilson, born and raised in Welland, Ontario. Don't live here anymore, but I made the trek down to spend some time with you guys today. I'm so excited. I may look familiar. I've been on the show a couple times and I've hosted once before, but I'm so excited to be back in beautiful St. Catharines. We got Rebecca Lester coming on today to talk about her book she released. We have some other fun stories we're going to talk about, a little Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. We're going to talk a little bit about some concerts I've been to recently, the Oscars and everything that Niagara. I'm so, so, so excited to be here and we're going to have so much fun. So tell your friends, tell your family, tune in, share the video and uh, we're going to have a really good time. We are live. Hey, Kevin, how's it going? Uh, doing great. Great to have you here, Jess. I'm so excited to be home. Feels so good to not be in uh, dirty, loud Toronto for the morning. Yeah, you don't need to tell me often enough. <laughs> but uh, thanks so much for uh, for coming down yeah, and uh, sharing sharing your time with us. And back in Niagara, interested to hear about uh, everything you've been doing. I mean, yeah. Triple threat, you sing, you act, you dance, you do it all, you do it all so well, oh, and uh, I'm you. so happy to be working with you today. I'm so excited to be back. When you texted me and asked if I wanted to come uh, fill in for Lee, I was so excited. This is the best Wednesday ever. We're at Fiddler's Poor House. I got a Buffalo Chicken Club wrap on the way, which I'm super excited for. We have some really great guests coming in. Um, I just got off a production of Line of Oz Pantomime, which if you tuned into the show probably, what, two months ago, um, I was on talking about that came off Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat in the summer, and now I have January and February off, just auditioning and gigging, so I'm so happy to be home with my friends and my family and visiting, and it's been a while. St. Catharines is beautiful. Went to beach with donuts, got my snack, and uh, it's so quiet and quaint here. I love it. I'm sorry, I just realized that I was calling you Jazz. Were you calling me Jazz? Well, I threw up at the bottom there, Jasmine Jasutavicious, the UFC oh. fighter. She was on the show, uh, our <laughs> last show. But I cannot UFC fight, so it's definitely not <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, just doing something here at the beginning, Jess, and you can do this. Yes. Um, right at the top of the show, encourage people to share. So there we are. There's our show right there. That's about, you know, we're looking in the past. It's there about 30 we are. seconds ago, and it's so easy. I'm just going to click the share button. I'm going to share too. Everybody share. share. Everybody be my friend and share, and it's going to be a good time. Interact if you want to comment. We love when people interact, and it's, I'm so excited to be here. This is great. Let's see. Here we go. Share. Perfect. Awesome. It's so beautiful outside today. It feels like summer a little bit, kind of. Definitely not as warm as where Lee is right now, but we can pretend. 
perfect. We have so many people joining, this is excellent. There's my Instagram. There she is. Now tell us what you've been up to, Jess. Yeah, I would love to. So, you know, if you click that little top right photo, the hot pink one. Oh, there she is. So I just finished a production of Lion of Oz with Tweed and Company based out of Bancroft. And uh, that's me as Glinda the Good Witch. It's a pantomime, which means it's um, basically we took Wizard of Oz. And uh, the writers, James King and Trisha Black, who works on C CBC, um, kind of turned it into a pop rock comedic show. So I played Glenda the Good Witch in the first half and Barbie in the second, because it's the year of Barbie. And actually, there we are, having a great time. So this was at the Marble Arts Center in Tweed, and it was such a good time. I think there's another photo, too. Yeah. There she is, having the time of my life. I'm so lucky that I get to play pretend for a living. Is that your time of your life face? It's this. <laughs> you know, I danced so hard in that scene that my eyelashes came off, like every other show, my fake eyelashes that I put on. Um, I had a great time doing that show, and I was really lucky to work alongside some incredible people. Um, Lisa Horner, who uh, is actually directing at the Foster Festival this season coming up. There she is. Yeah, I think there's another photo on the Instagram, another post. <gasps> there it is, right there. Yeah, yeah. And if you scroll over, so Lisa Horner, um, you may recognize her from the IKEA Start the Car commercial, actually. She is the Start the Car lady, and she's directing at the Foster Festival this year, and she also uh, was in Come From Away, and many other things. I mean, she's done so many things at Mervis. She's traveled around the world. She's my my role model and it was really fun to get to do the show with her she's so lovely and it's so great that she has a niagara connection now so i was so lucky to get to do that show feels like a million years ago but it was really just a month ago so how much a part of her life is to start the car because i mean that's yeah. that's in my house i think it's in everybody's house yeah. everybody says that line yeah. and it's her you know her well, she, yeah, I mean, everybody knows her as, when you get to know her, she's obviously, she's Lisa Horner and she's amazing. But uh, we put it in the show, we put the Start the Car line in the show and everybody recognized her and she's such a good sport about it. Um, but yeah, what it, probably one of the most popular commercials, I don't want to say ever, but like definitely in Canadian media, yeah, for sure. Start the car! I think about it every time I go to Ikea. Yeah, every time we get like a good deal... And we're walking out of the yeah, store. Yeah. My wife is like, start the car. <laughs> and it's her. We're channeling Lisa Horner. We love Lisa Horner. So I she's down in Niagara now working? Well, she's. I know she's directing at the Foster Festival. Um, she's a very busy lady. I would have loved to have her on. I, she's probably honestly watching. She watches all my stuff. So, Lisa, if you're watching, we love you. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she's she's so wonderful. She's just a, one of those people that you like never says anything bad about anyone or anything. Just a really good heart. I'm so lucky to get to work with her. And what's this, kind of the whole cast? Yeah, so whole cast. So, yeah, we got uh, we got the whole cast, including the stage managers. We got the music director. So many, like, incredible people. I'm so lucky to get to do that show besides so many of my friends. And even though we were stuck in the middle of nowhere in winter, it was such a good time because we just all got along so well. So, Jess, a lot of people around Niagara might know you as um, as a musician. Yes. But this is musical theater. Yes. Um, how did you go from a uh, teenage singer in Welland to <laughs> the beautiful adult that graces the stage all across Ontario? Yeah, that's a good question. I've always kind of been into theater. I've always done theater. Um, but when I was, you know, between the ages of 15 and 
you know, my early 20s, a lot of the region just knew me as that girl that was gigging and doing my own music. I put out a, an album, I put out some singles, but I've always wanted to do film and TV and theater. And after I graduated from a performing arts program, I just decided that I was going to move to Toronto and I was going to put all of my energy into that's me with a fake mustache. Like I said, playing pretend for a living. Oh yeah, there it is. Um, all my time and energy into pursuing theater, and I love what I do. I wish I got to keep that mustache. It was really itchy and really uncomfortable. How did they stick it on? Um, I had to nail glue that onto my face every morning and every afternoon when we did shows. And that eyeshadow you see, that very bright pink Barbie eyeshadow, um, found out at the end of the contract that you're actually not supposed to put that on your skin. My eyelids were stained for three weeks. Like, all through Christmas and New Year's, it looked like I had just horrible pink, hot pink eczema all over my face. So I threw that out after. That's um, a Christmas ornament that somebody made of me as Barbie. And it's so cute. Was this like fan art or like a friend made it? No, they did a bunch of them. They did one for all the cast and then they ended up um, selling them. So we each had an ornament each, but that's me. Striking. It's striking, right? I mean, I wish my legs were that long and I looked like that, like I was that tall. It's like a supermodel right there. <laughs> yeah, no, it was very sweet of them to do that. And that looked exactly like my costume, too. I don't think there's any photos of me as, as Barbie on there, but it did look very similar to, uh, to my costume. It was so, just a really good experience. So what the heck was this show? Because I'm seeing Wizard of Oz, but I'm also seeing <laughs> Barbie. So Yeah, yeah. So like I said earlier, it was a pantomime. So um, they took Wizard of Oz, but then they... It's kind of like a continuation of Wizard of Oz. Basically, the story was that um, Dorothy comes back to Oz and the lion is trying to plan a party for her, like a welcome back party, and then the witch isn't invited. And instead of your classic Wizard of Oz songs, it was all pop music. Um, and then the witch puts a curse on Oz and all of the characters turn into... We had an Iron Man, we had a Gandalf, I was Barbie. Um, Jacob, they are beside me in that photo, and they were Ken. Um, and it was just a really quirky, fun experience. It was, it was, it was, uh, most of it was, most of it was improv and it was great working alongside just funny people. It was honestly a great, ex yeah, it was just great. And I got to wear a crown, which anybody who knows me knows you should never give me a crown. I told, I told you earlier, Kevin, I was like, don't give me a platform. Don't give me the ring lights. What are you doing? Definitely don't give me a crown because I will take that and I will run with it for sure. Now, I think if you scroll down far enough, you'll see me with T-Swizzle right there. Oh, my yeah. goodness. There she is. Look so at the company you keep. I, <laughs> I wish I kept this company more often. Um, this was at TIFF not this past year, but the year before she was there um, for her short film, which was the All Too Well music video. And it was pandemonium. I have never seen anything like this before. Swifties are crazy in the best way. She has a great fan base. As we know, she's taking over the world right now with the heiress tour and the Travis Kelsey stuff. But, you know, this was a really fun experience. She took pictures with every single person. There was probably hundred people just in the first row of surrounding this like barricade and she took probably 20 minutes and took a photo with every single person every single person she said hi I'm Taylor hi I'm Taylor I'm Taylor which is so funny because it's like why are you introducing yourself you're Taylor Swift but yes this is a cute little selfie 
cute little selfie we took at TIFF. You know, Taylor Swift has been getting a lot of hate lately with the whole like NFL, like Travis Kelsey thing. And I'm like, let's just let people be happy. Like, what, why are we upset? Like, she has one of the highest grossing tours of all time. I think she's right under U2, I think, something like that, and maybe Beyonce. Um, but yeah, I mean, the Super Bowl is coming up. I don't watch football, but I'm rooting for for Travis Kelsey, I guess, by association of Taylor Swift. I don't think there's anything wrong with bringing a new, younger fan base that typically wouldn't be an NFL demographic to watch football games, even if it's just because they want to see their favorite pop star in the stands. It just contributes to the NFL. So that's my piece on Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, because I'm sure somebody will bring it up. <laughs> Well, here she is. While you're mentioning it, I'm like, this is always interesting. Yeah. So highest grossing. I'm assuming Wikipedia is going to give us. I'm pretty sure. I think like Garth Brooks might be on there, too. Let's see. Oh, Ed Sheeran. Okay, so what do we got? So there we go. She's number one. She is number one, and she is still going. And you know what? I tried to get tickets for the ERS tour, and I could not. I wasn't even waitlisted. I was just told no. I signed up with like 15 different emails. My mom did, too. That's a billion dollars? Yeah. Wow. I don't know what I would do with a billion dollars. So there you go. Elton, Sir Elton. And then we got Ed Sheeran. Okay, so U2 is on there. Coldplay. I wouldn't have guessed that. Harry Styles, Guns N' Roses. Now, is this most tickets sold or is this... This is highest grossing. So it depends on the ticket price then. Exactly. Yeah, okay. And they also have, I guess, adjusted gross. So, you know, Elton John maybe... I don't know. Yeah, what is it? Hey, no. whatever. It's a list. Is Elton John still touring? He's got to be, right? He I comes. Think he's out. retired. Every once in a while, he does a farewell tour. It's like the second farewell tour, the third farewell tour. Like, I would never have thrown Harry Styles on this list. Love the guy, but I didn't know he no. put on big arena tours like that. Uh, no, I think you know. I think he hasn't been on that tour in a while, but I do remember seeing a lot of it on TikTok and Instagram. One Direction fans, man. Two Rolling Stones. Another Coldplay. Beyonce, Roger Waters, Metallica. There's the Madonna Sticky and Sweet tour. We love some Madonna. When was that? Sticky and Sweet. Oh, wait to oh nine. Yeah. That would have been, yeah, her hard candy era. Here you go. I guess this is number of dates here in this column. Oh, I see. Uh, okay. Two, so look two. at that. So Swift has done it in 60 shows. Yeah. So she's, oh my God. Elton did it in 330. Oh Imagine goodness. doing 330 shows. That's that's like three years of touring. Two years of touring. Because you wouldn't do a show every single day. That's insane. I couldn't do it. I get tired just talking for an hour. So you recently saw Madonna, right? Oh, did I ever? I did see Madonna. There's me at Madonna. It was my So it was supposed to be in August, which... I wouldn't have been able to go to because I was doing Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat at the time. Then she got sick and rescheduled to the weekend of my 28th birthday. So I went full out. I bought my little Madonna outfit. Despite the height, those shoes are actually very comfortable. There she is voguing. Um, And I had a great time. They're very comfortable, I swear. No blisters. Very hard to put on and off, but they're very comfortable. And um, I was front row for Madonna, and it was amazing, and I love her so much. And it was a great show. She did go on at 10.30 and played till, till, till 12.30, which, as a Toronto local, that was fine for me. Some people didn't love that, but I was ready to party. It was my birthday. 
Can I ask, what does it cost to sit front row at a Madonna show? <laughs> Would you like to guess? <laughs> um, 2500 No. Oh, my God. No. If I had $2,500 to drop on a Madonna concert, I would, uh, <laughs> we could unpack that. I think I paid, after taxes, I paid 650 for the ticket, which... I actually think that's really good. It's actually not awful. And also, I had never seen her. She's, I've always wanted to see her. And um, it ended up being on my birthday weekend. So it was the best birthday weekend ever. That's me before Madonna in my condo wearing the same sunglasses that she's wearing in her little <laughs> in her little music video and I did like a little pre-drink at mine there I am wearing my sunglasses outside because I'm seeing Madonna so why not go full out it was very cold I remember it being very cold that night um, in my little fur coat and uh, I was so excited I met my my friends and my cousin there and it was a really good time I had a very good time <laughs> Ringing in my late 20s. It can't be. How? I mean, what a coincidence. You're hoping to see her in October. Yeah. It gets delayed. You wouldn't have been able to see her anyway. I know. And then it lands right on your birthday. I know. I was like, it's meant to be. This is going to be the best night of my life. And she honestly, she put on a great show. Like, she put on a really, really excellent show. Yes, she went on late, but also, like, I don't know. She never gave a starting time. They had an opener. Bob the Drag Queen was there, um, was lovely, did all her hits danced very well very great show would highly recommend go seeing her i know she started late and she ended late but i mean i'm biased because it's not a problem for me i'm 28 it was my birthday i was ready to party but i i thought it was a great show have you ever seen madonna oh have i seen madonna so i i hear you have an infamous madonna story so unfortunately my madonna story might actually trump your madonna story it's okay you've really hyped this up so so my wife like you huge madonna fan okay so we're going back and i don't know all the tours it might have been that sticky and sweet tour i don't think so i'm going back maybe eight years eight nine years that would have been her uh confessions of a dance floor tour sounds about right to me yeah so and it was the same she was playing two dates in toronto so my wife let's just say she was playing a monday and a tuesday So my wife bought two tickets to the Monday show, and we weren't paying the 600 bucks. I think we paid 150 and had some nosebleeds. Okay. At the same time, she was part of the fan club. So she entered a contest to upgrade your seats. There it is. And her tour, the stage setup at the time, she had a triangle catwalk so that she would walk out. But that created like a pit on the inside Mm. that only VIPs and winners and wristband holders could get into. You couldn't buy those tickets. You had to be selected. Sometimes it was out of the audience. Like on that tour, they would have picked you because you were dressed up. I mean, drag queens were in there. It was really eclectic, really artistic, really cool. Totally. So she entered the contest. She won. That's crazy. But on top of it, she realized that the tickets that she won for through the contest were for the Tuesday night (gasps) show. And she had bought the tickets for the Monday night show. Get And in the fine print, you couldn't do that. Like, she broke the rules. So we were caught with what to do. Do we go Monday and go Tuesday? If we don't go Monday and we show up Tuesday and they say, sorry, you cheated on the contest, then we we don't see Madonna at all. So we had to go Monday. So we go Monday, go into Toronto, go see Madonna in the nosebleeds. And then roll back in on Tuesday to see if we can get our tickets. And we do. So we got to see Madonna two nights in a row. Oh, my God. But hold on. When we rip open the envelope that gives us our wristbands to get into that pit, there's three wristbands in there. And it's just myself and Leanne, just me and my wife. So we're like, oh, my God. We're downtown Toronto. 
We're like an hour and a half away from Madonna, and we have an extra free pit pass into Madonna right now. We're looking around going, I could sell this to anybody here for like 600 bucks. More than that, probably. My sister lives in Toronto. <gasps> I call her. She drops what she's doing. What was she doing? She was meeting her future in-laws for the first time. Get Yeah, she's now out. married to Dave. They've got a, they've got a daughter, my Madonna's niece. Madonna's so worth it, though. And she's there. She's like, I have to go. I'm sorry, I have to go. So she walks out of the restaurant, says, I'm just wearing these shoes. Yes, get down here right now. You're coming into Madonna. So imagine this. Like, you saw the show, right? Well, Madonna yeah. puts on the same show every night. So now, when we're in the pit, we know, because we just saw it the night before, exactly where she's going to move. So, uh, and the pit was only maybe 50% capacity. You could move around. So for the entire show, we knew when she came out, everybody would kind of crush the front of the stage. And me and Leanne would take my sister and say, here, let's go stand over here. Yeah, of course. Because in 30 seconds, Madonna's going to come and stand yeah. right here. So for the entire show, we had Madonna. Like, we That's could awesome. reach out and touch her. for the. In- it was what a really cool experience. And I took a picture um, that we had framed, and it's on our wall at home. And it's the back of Madonna holding a guitar in leather pants and 18,000 fans. Because we took it You'll from behind You'll have to send me Madonna. that. I would love to see and that. It's, so that's our Madonna story. And, for example, when this tour came around, like I asked my wife, I'm like, you have no interest, right? She's like, no. I, I saw Madonna once. Yeah. It was the best it's ever going to be. Yeah. I don't need to see Madonna again. Totally. Like, yeah. Because it's just going to be a disappointment. Right? Yeah. But I, I don't know. Front row of Madonna. How did she look? Because she's been looking kind of like She honestly dollish. looked great. Okay. She looked great. She danced well she sung well she's actually very notorious for doing this with fans my cousin who i had attended this concert with actually had an experience like yours at blonde ambition she was in the furthest seat with my uncle at the time the furthest seat in the blonde ambition tour and they got there they were the first in the venue and they got to the nosebleeds and one of madonna's people came up to them and upgraded them to the front row on the blonde ambition tour so madonna's notorious for doing this everybody's always talking about how you know she's a diva and she comes on late like yes i understand that but when you're talking about like how she treats her fans and especially like the lgbtq community and everything like that she's done so much for so many people and you should when you have a platform like that but i just i hear so many really really great stories about her but i mean your story trumps all that was good i'm glad you saved that because you were really hyping it up and i wanted you to tell me tell me online yeah there she is yeah you know what she put on a great show she looks good she looks good she was doing stuff like, I'm 28 and I couldn't even do half the stuff that she was doing. Do you remember what song this was? Mm, Frozen, I think, maybe. Uh, yeah, I think it's Frozen. That's that new song that went on viral on TikTok. Yeah. I think she looks great, honestly. They must be filming for some kind of documentary. She has a celebrity guest every night, too, um, at these shows. We had a drag queen at ours who I do not remember the name of, but um, she's been bringing on, like, Donatella Versace. She brought on Julia Fox. So fun. So, so fun. We got an upgrade once. Um, My wife and I brought my parents to go see Celine Dion in Buffalo. (gasps) And this was right before the pandemic, and then she just made an appearance at the Grammys. I know, yes, I did. She looked so beautiful. Did she? I'll see if I can pull that up. She looked um, absolutely gorgeous. I didn't want to talk about the Grammys, so we use this to segue. We went to see her in Buffalo, and for whatever reason, I mean, it's a Celine Dion show. I guess she didn't sell it out. 
That's so crazy. So when we went to our nosebleeds, there was an usher there that said, sorry, this section's closed. You just got upgraded to the floor. So all of a sudden we're expecting, you know, we had kind of crummy seats for it. And now we're floor. For you Celine know, 35 Dion. rows behind to see Celine Dion. And she was so good. Yeah, Celine, so good. Yeah, she's beautiful. She's also funny. She's funny. Love some uh, supporting Canadians. Canadians supporting Canadians. Yeah, see if you can pull up a photo. She looked absolutely stunning at the Grammys. Um, and I believe she got a standing ovation too. Yeah, she looked awesome. Yeah, the Grammys were interesting this year. Um, I thought they were pretty good. Loved Billie Eilish's performance. Dua Lipa was great. We were just talking about Dua Lipa. It's how it's the year of Dua Lipa. Um, she's doing so many great things. And it was nice to see, see Taylor there and everybody. Yeah, I think she looks so good. Yeah, and she is she is battling uh, stiff person syndrome. Yeah, I'm not I'm not too sure what that is, but she looks awesome. Like I swear she doesn't age. I don't know what the secret is, but I need me some of whatever whatever she's juice cleanse or whatever. She looks awesome, and she's so kind. Awesome. Did you watch the Grammys? I did not. And you. you know what? I was just out that night. Yeah. So I didn't watch it. I'm not too old to the point that I don't know anybody. You know, at some point you age out and you're like, oh my God, I'm my parents. My mom was texting me being like, who is this person? I'm like, mom, that's SZA. That's like, you know who that is. Yeah. I was embarrassed that I didn't know who was it like Killer Mike, I think was apparently got arrested right after. Oh, like, yes. I saw this. If I've never even heard of whoever wins for the hip hop award, I'm like, man, I'm so old. Yeah. Yeah, I did see. I did see them getting arrested. Um, so much drama. So much drama. Um, yeah, the the Grammys. It's award season. It's award season, baby. The Oscars are coming up. I think the first weekend of March are the Oscars. Um, lots of nominations. Lots of snubs. I'm making my way through the movie list. I have not seen everything yet, but I'm getting there. Um, Barbie, of course, I've seen. Oppenheimer, I've seen. Killers of a Flower Moon. Maestro, all of that good stuff, but I gotta finish my Oscars list before they come on because I like following along and like knowing what I'm rooting for. But like, let's talk about that like Greta Gerwig, Ro Margot Robbie Oscar snub. Let's talk about that. That's the hot topic of conversation that Barbie is nominated for Motion Picture of the Year. And Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie got snubbed on the producer and director categories. Ryan Gosling got the nomination for, for actor, and America Ferreira also for supporting actress. Her monologue in the Barbie movie was extraordinary, but it's a little ironic that the two leading ladies of the Barbie movie get snubbed for the Oscars, because if you've seen the Barbie movie, you know that the moral is that we gotta support women. And uh, they were so talented. Margot Robbie did such an amazing job in that movie, and it was so beautifully shot, and Greta just does wonders with everything that she touches, so I was sad to see them get snubbed on those nominations. Oh, I'm pretty sure I own that dress. Yeah. Just such a stunning movie. Absolutely smashed the box office. I really went in with low expectations. I thought it was just going to be cute and campy. And like, I laughed. I cried. I thought it was really well written. There's a lot of Easter eggs. And it's just such a funny movie. Like, look at that set design, the costume design. Have you seen it? Yeah, I saw it. Did you love it? Loved it. Okay, yeah. So yeah, no, fun, I'm right, right? I'm right on board with you. Like, it was, it was really cool. I mean, visually stunning. You nailed it with all the Easter eggs. And what I really, what I thought was cool out of it is, I mean, to tie it all together, because Billie Eilish won, 
yes. um, for the song from the movie. Yeah, what was and it made for? I had heard the song on the radio before I ever saw it in the movie. Mm. And to be honest, I mean, it's even dull by Billie Eilish standards. It's sad, yeah. And then when I saw it in the movie, I got it. I'm like, okay, now I understand why people yeah. want to hear this because it brings you back to that moment in the movie. Totally. But I'll tell you, disjointed, the song didn't do anything for me. Yeah, then, that's fair. Yeah, I think it's I think it's definitely, well, it's written for the movie, of course. Um, lots of good songs in that movie. Dua Lipa's, Dua Lipa, Dance the Night. Yeah, so fun. It feels like this movie came out five years ago. It feels like January was a million years long. And you talk about... Um, your friend there, your co-star, was Start the Car. I mean, I don't know about you, but um, I'm beaching people off. <laughs> right? I mean, we, we drop that phrase every once in a while. I'll beat you off. I'll beat you off. <laughs> oh, look at those cowgirl cowboy costumes. I love that. I would Honestly, I'd wear that. I'd wear that to the grocery store. I love it. I supplied my, for the show we did when I played Barbie, the director had to texted me, or the uh, artistic director had texted me being like hey do you have anything pink that you can bring in for Barbie I was like you know what don't even worry I will supply my own Barbie costume I got it I was gonna wear pink today and instead I, I chose this pumpkin orange which I regret but I should have wore pink in the spirit of Barbie what is the reaction in the community about the Margot Robbie snub oh, people it are does seem so extremely ironic well and Greta Gerwig like absolutely like uh, Horrible stuff. And this isn't the first time that this has happened either. It just is the cherry on top um, because it's the Barbie movie. And I know there's people out there that are like, well, you can't give everybody a nomination. But it's like, no, if you watch that movie, it is a great film. Margot Robbie did an amazing job. Greta Gerwig did an amazing job. It's nominated for Best Picture. How did they get snubbed on the other end of that? It's exactly what the whole movie is about. And like I said, America Ferreira is nominated and she has a beautiful monologue at the end of the movie um, about how hard it is to be a woman and it's beautiful and don't get me wrong Ryan did an amazing job he was so good in this role a lot of it I heard was improv too but it's just like you defeat the whole purpose of the movie when you're snubbing the women that created it it's a little ironic isn't it <laughs> I'll tell you, when I finished that movie, I didn't walk away thinking, boy, what a performance by Ryan Gosling. I thought, boy, what an incredible performance by the female ensemble cast. Yeah. And I don't know them all, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But together, I'm like, that's... When I saw that, I'm like, Ryan Gosling got nominated for that? Not to take anything away, but I'm like, I guess. Yeah. And then to suggest that the females, who were the stars of the movie, who I thought was the takeaway. Yeah, yeah, totally. The question, the question is now, are they going, do we think they will perform I'm Just Ken at the Oscars? Because everybody's saying it'll be really funny if they come out and do that. And um, I can imagine that they probably, the actors probably don't want to do that song again. But yeah, what a great film. Ugh, see, now I want to go home and watch the Barbie movie again with my Buffalo Chicken Club wrap that we're going to get from Fiddler's Poorhouse. We're at Fiddler's Poorhouse today, and uh, I love it here. Love their nachos, love their drinks. I'm doing Dry February. So I got my water here today, but normally I would be enjoying a little glass of vino or beer, but I'm making up for my birthday month and I'm doing dry February. Everybody does dry January, but I'm doing dry February because it's shorter. Here, let's uh, take a moment. I'm just going to take a look at Fiddlers here because, yeah. I mean, they have some incredible specials. Today, 75 cent wings. So pop in for that. Absolutely delicious. On Monday, we were up here after hockey. $3 tacos. <gasps> And they what? were so good, That's so we cheap. stayed 
because one of the guys on my team was ordering some to bring home to his wife. Yeah. Because they were so stinking good. They were so, I know, $3 tacos? Yeah, it's unheard of. I love a taco. I love a fish taco. Yeah, there there they are right there. Oh, $3? $3 taco. And it was so good. You would pay $12 for that in Toronto. (laughs) I love coming home because of the stuff like this. That looks so good. Yeah, oh, yeah, it what is really that pulled is. pork? That looks so yummy. We had the chicken on Monday. Yeah, so good. And, oh my gosh, it was good. It's like one of those ones where you want to know what they put in it, but don't tell me. Like, no, let yeah, it, let keep it, it a be secret. Your secret. Keep it a secret. I want it to be a secret. Are you a picky eater, Kevin? Uh, no, but I come from a family of picky eaters. Is there anything that you won't touch? <sighs> What's like the one food that you see and you're like, absolutely not. I will not touch There's that. There's a lot of stuff. A lot of um, a lot of fruits, oranges, mangoes. Oh, mangoes just, are so good. Really? My mouth is puckering just saying it. Okay, you don't like the citrusy stuff. That's fine. Yeah, That's I've never it. heard of anybody that doesn't like oranges and mangoes. Well, there you have. How, how about you? Um, I won't do mushrooms or olives. I can maybe do a mushroom. I won't touch an olive. I can't get into it. Even in like a dirty martini, I'm like, just, just can't do the olives. That looks so you good. You come here on Monday, that's $9. See, I would make that my like phone background, crop that, right? That's, <laughs> that's what I would do. That looks so good. Yeah, with the, the birria tacos. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, Jess, let's take some time to thank our sponsors. We'll oh my gosh, let's do it. We got Gail's Gas Bar. I love Gail's. They're always so nice to me when I go. Yeah, we got Gail's Gas Bar. The price of gas has actually gone down a little bit, which is nice as somebody who commutes from the city. Gills Gaspar. Then we also got Verge Insurance Brokers. Thanks, Verge. You guys rock. Yeah, they've been in the community like forever. Yes. Yeah, very popular, familiar name. So shout out to you guys. Y'all rock. Thanks for sponsoring. Then we got Ace Alignment. Look, they do all things car. Honestly, I haven't had an oil change. My dad's going to watch this and be very angry at me. I have not had an oil change in a very so I think I need to go to Ace Alignment and uh, go see them. I should also, winter tires too. Soon, in a month, they'll come off, I think. Look at that. Maybe I'll stop bugging my dad to do it and, and go see. You gotta get all this stuff down here instead of in Toronto, right? So pop in here, go see everybody over at yes, Ace and get yeah. it done. My, my sister's much like that, like lives in Toronto, but when she comes to see me in Niagara, she can get so much stuff done. It's just more accessible, like going to a place like this in Toronto, you're, also, you're driving down like Young Street. I mean, to be fair, my dad usually does all this for me, but I do, he, I gotta go get my brakes done. Okay, Ace Alignment, I'm gonna come see you. Thank you for sponsoring. <laughs> it's a reminder, I gotta take care of my car. And then we got Equal Wellness Services. Ooh, some yeah, foot care? They're what new for us, yeah, they do foot care. They also do some skin care services. It's <gasps> pretty cool, I encourage people to go um, check them out here on their Facebook page and get an idea of all the different offerings they have, or just give them a call 905-938-3668. I always say the best thing to invest in is yourself, whether that's 10 minutes of self-care a day, putting your phone on do not disturb, going to places like this, foot care services. Summer's coming. All-inclusive season is coming. There you go. There's your foot care services. Thanks, guys. Thanks for sponsoring. That's so fun. Now, in about 10 minutes, um, you've got a friend and a guest coming up on the show, and these are the types of people that I just don't have access to. Tell us a little bit about Rebecca. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You guys, I am so excited to introduce you to Rebecca Lester. Rebecca, actually, I have her book right here, this little book. It's called Inner Peace, which 
I don't know about you guys, but I'm always looking to find inner peace. Um, Rebecca and I met, I think, three years ago now. Yeah, three years ago, maybe four, um, at TIFF, at the Toronto International Film Festival, which we will talk a little bit about. And Rebecca is one of my favorite people in the whole wide world. There she is. I love her. She's so cute. And um, she's intelligent. She's my rock. She... Um, she is amazing. She wrote this little note for me in the inside of this book, and I'm going to read it for you because it shows you how good of a person she is. She wrote, Dear Jessica, thank you for your ongoing love and support. You are on your way to finding your peace. And this book is really, really good. I, I never en endorse anything that I don't believe in, and this book has saved me truly. So we're going to talk a little bit about this. And you will see, she is just like so infectiously fun. And she's teaching at Niagara College now. So she lives in Toronto, but she is teaching at Niagara College, which is amazing because now we have the uh, Niagara connection. We're going to have to come in here for tacos <laughs> next time she's down. Um, but yeah, she will be joining us and we're going to talk a little bit about her journey and switching career paths and mental health. You know, sometimes like the winter months can get really hard for people. And I think talking about mental health is really important. So we're going to do a little chat, but keep it light and keep it fun. And I encourage you guys to check her out she's awesome now Jess this is something that both of us saw on Niagara 411 and our hearts are just bleeding for yes. parents and caregivers and yes we're searching for oh little Miss Natalie um, yes okay so we have a missing person Oh, she's so beautiful look how beautiful she is so please keep an eye out um, I know we've been Kevin you and I have been refreshing the comments uh, to see if there's an update on this but you know what, like, just be just be vigilant, keep an eye out for her. If you hear anything, there's never anything too small to report because you never know, right? Something that you see that you may not think is a big deal can end up, you know, saving this girl, so. Yeah, and I mean, here you see last scene, 10 p.m. February the 5th. So we're going on a day and a half ago, and I don't know about you, I can put myself in her mother's shoes and go, oh my gosh, I haven't seen or heard yeah. from my daughter now going on 36 hours, soon yeah. to be 48 hours. Yeah. And just the panic and every stone you just want to overturn, right? Yeah. So what does it say she was wearing, just so we can get that out there? Black backpack, black winter coat. Okay, good. Yeah, good to, uh, good to be vigilant about that. Well, I'm just thinking of the family, and if there's anything that we can do, like, please reach out. I, I, um, if Natalie's family is watching this, I have a, a massive Instagram following. Oh, my gosh. Bam. <gasps> is that confirmed? 14 minutes ago. Tammy Droshow. And Tammy was somebody I was communicating with oh, that God. knows her mother, Carmela. So, okay. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> it's incredible news. It's great. Oh, I don't mean to laugh, but my, uh, my heart just dropped. That makes me so happy. So she's Amazing. home. She's safe. Okay. Oh. Oh. A lot of times when it's 13-year-olds, you might be sitting at home and thinking, oh, she's just a wayward teen, and, and she just ran away from home for a minute. But it doesn't make it any easier on the family. But, and also you just don't know. It's right, better safe than sorry. And, and even if it is a runaway situation, that doesn't mean that it's any less urgent. Okay, oh, oh. That's great news. Okay, hugs, hugs to the family, hugs to you, Natalie. So excited that you're, you're home safe. Okay, what a great, look at that. Perfect, amazing. Yeah, that makes awesome. me happy. Good. That's awesome. Um, Jess. Uh, oh, Kevin. <laughs> um, Rebecca is ready to join us. You just want to jump into that? Oh my gosh, yes, I'm so excited. Let's do it. I would love to have her on the show, and here we go. <gasps> Hello, Rebecca, to my favorite person in the whole wide world. Everybody, this is just, Rebecca. I was just listening. I was just listening, love it. Yes, yes, look at you with your little inner piece. I brought mine too. 
I know, I'm proud of you. But mine's signed, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you for coming on today. I know you're very busy and it is almost impossible to get a hold of you because you're so booked and blessed and busy and, and bossing the world out and I love it. So thank you so much for taking some time to come and hang out. Obviously, this is fun because we're very good friends. We're very close, but I think what you do is amazing and you've helped me so much. So I'm excited to chat with you and get everybody introduced to you, especially because now you're teaching at Niagara College, correct? I know. This is a new thing for me. So I have a friend who uh, teaches at Niagara College in the social service worker program and she's been kind of encouraging me for about a year and I'm like, oh, I don't know and then this term something felt right so I am teaching just a couple days in Niagara and I cannot tell you makes me a little weepy um, the students are the sweetest people you can imagine they're so passionate about what they're doing the college is so um, welcoming so now I'm in Niagara twice a week and yes I might have to pop by and join you someday yeah you absolutely should I mean we live what like five minutes driving from each other in the city but now it's so nice we have the Niagara connection are you can you remind me are you at the Welland campus or the Niagara on the Lake campus I'm at the Welland campus oh beautiful campus I know so many people that work for yeah gorgeous gorgeous how are how are those uh commutes going for you you know what? It's not bad. That was one of the reasons I was avoiding this. Yeah, totally. But you know what? I listen to my podcasts on the way, on yes. my inspiration, play my music, and get in a good vibe before I get there. So it's fine. I love it. we got to work out a carpool situation. You're so right. we can. Um, okay, so tell me a little bit about this inner peace i'm gonna call it the inner peace bible because i read it all the time and it's saved okay. me so much as you know um tell me a little bit just go off on this and look at your cute little photo in the back i love it oh, tell us a little yeah. bit about the book yeah so i would say about a year ago i was contacted by a publishing team called a beautiful life and awesome. they were you know putting together this anthro anthology and looking for co-authors so jessica keeps saying it's my book I have a chapter in the book, but, you're, <laughs> but she can say whatever she wants. No, it is. Look, it's, that's you. That's your book. I know. I know. There are other co-authors. Yes. But um, uh, if somebody had asked me even two years ago to write a chapter about inner peace, I wouldn't have been able to provide anything. <laughs> that but is so funny and relatable. Right? They caught me at a good moment. And what I have, I like to call this chapter that I provided my um, newfound inspirational counseling practice origin story. So uh, if you, I can talk a little bit about that today, yeah. but that's what the chapter is about. So um, I've been a social worker for 20 uh -uh something years <laughs> and, um, and found myself getting a little bit lost in it during the pandemic For sure. because there was um I thought it was going to be the big wake up call for society. I thought the pandemic was going to wake everybody up, realize we only well, I don't know if we only have this life, but we only have this life right now. Right. What are we going to do with it? Right? I thought it was going to be the turning point, but unfortunately it wasn't the turning point and lots <laughs> of people went back to doing the same damn thing they've always done. Yeah. And I decided I need needed to do something different and that different thing was bringing uh, a private practice into fruition that is meant on helping people move forward whether it's in career whether it's in personal situations finding whatever that is inside 
bringing it out and bringing it to life. It can be career, which is a lot of my focus, but it doesn't need to be that. Yeah, and that's awesome. I, I, I mean, once again, I'm biased because I love you so much, but um, you really are the perfect person for it. Very understanding, never judgmental, and it is, I think, scary. And I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, like switching career paths at any age, any part of your life, not that you did a massive switch, but to take that leap and say, you know what? I'm just like not happy. I, or I want to try something different or I want to challenge myself because you can always challenge yourself to be better and to help others. And I think the fact that you were just like, you know what, this, this, and this happened to me and I'm just going to take that and I'm going to do something with it. It's truly when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. So if you, do you want to talk a little bit about, um, how you got to where you are? So yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, one thing that's I think important for people to know is another part of my giant wake-up call was the death of someone very important to me, the sudden death of someone very important to me. And he, um, people thought he was a little bit crazy, and he was. He did, like, he, he had goals, he had crazy goals, and nobody really understood them. But he met all his goals, not knowing that he was only going to live to his mid-40s, right? Yeah. So when he died very suddenly, no one could say, oh, he didn't really li live life to the fullest, right? I love that. And so that was a wake, wake up call for me. And if you want to get woo, I feel like he's kind of guiding me for sure. a little bit, right? Yeah. yeah. And so that's part of the message. I want to inspire people to use the resources and gifts that they have um, to bring forth into the world, whatever it may be. And so that's what my whole counseling practice is about. And I speak to people who are you know, major CEOs, people in the music industry, big careers, yeah. who are just a little bit lost and looking for some yeah. direction. I'm speaking to most recently, you know, someone who's been off on maternity leave for five years or, you know, staying at home with the kids for five years. Yeah. Now what is she? What's her purpose now? Yeah. And that's, that's what I do every day. And, and I'm inspired by these people. Yeah, you are, I mean, as somebody who has reached out to you before too, once again, different because we're friends, but I, I, for everybody watching, I text Rebecca like at least once a day, I'm like, this is happening, what do I do? And she's like, okay, like, let's chat about it. I get like the free like therapy over the text, yeah, but, she does. Um, but also just, I think it's so important for people to just reach out, like whether you need help, you want to talk to somebody, you want to like, there's no shame in that. And I think there's a lot of taboo stuff around like, mental health and reaching out and like talking to somebody or like you just said like maternity leave like I never would have thought about that that's not where I'm at in life but that's so true like you get used to some kind of routine or, or a purpose and then you you're like why, why am I here back to the Barbie movie what was I made for right like we were I talking know. about that earlier it truly is that yeah. and I think that that's amazing that you're doing that and um people shouldn't be scared to figure that out there's there's people I know that are like 80 years old that don't know what they want to do with their life and there's nothing wrong with that I mean that's coming from somebody who's 28 but I, I mean I'm just saying there's, it's never too late it's never too early and I love what you said like um, when somebody close to you passed nobody could say that they didn't live their life I love that I love that yeah I do it love still that gives me, it still gives me chills yeah and it should and I hope there's somebody like out here watching to be like oh my gosh so okay so Rebecca we're going to talk a little bit about the Beebs in a minute. We're going to relate to that. But before we get there, um, how can people contact you? How can they see what you're about? Like if somebody's watching this and they're like, oh my gosh, this person, I want to chat with them or I want to see what 
tell us how we can find you. Okay. So my website is rebeccalester.ca. There you go. Easy. Maybe I'll put it in the comments later. Yeah. Yep. Something like that. Um, my Instagram handle is at the inspired counselor. We will link all this to, yeah, we'll do. Yeah. Oh, you've got it all linked. Okay. All right. Kevin's, so, I think Kevin's so, working on it. Over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on okay. it. <laughs> okay. Those are the easiest ways to reach out to me. And I offer a free 15 minute consultation. Everything awesome. I do is um, virtual. That's important to say too. So oh. if you live anywhere in Ontario, uh, you have access to my services. And another really key point is if you have employee um, health benefits, I'm a registered social worker, so a lot of people have coverage. That is, is so really important and taken for granted. I talk to so many people that get yeah. coverage through work and they're like, I never use it. I'm like, as somebody who's an like self-employed actor, I'm like, you don't use it? Like, I wish I had that. Oh my gosh, use it. Heal yourself. Yeah, it, it, that's a privilege. It's a gift. Yes. Use it, use it, use it. And yeah. I want to go back to what you said about mental health. We live in a society where we're so isolated, right? We And, and there's not as much community connection as there used to be. So whether it's me or someone else, please do not hesitate to reach out. Yeah, of course. Because there are people that can support you yes okay we got your I don't know if you can see this I don't think you can but no you can't but it looks so good we got your little site pulled up it's looking real cute so everybody can find you um, that's a beautiful site you have wow that's fancy I love it I'm working on it no it looks so great yeah okay so individual counseling support yeah and you know what I love a 15-minute consultation because you know yeah. what it's finding somebody who's right for you sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't yeah, um, and that's fair. I say to people, you know, you have no obligation. If it's not a good fit, then it's not right for either one of us. It's right? like dating, right? It's like finding a good yeah, therapist. Yeah. It's like dating. It truly is. It's like you just got to find your match. And sometimes you match and sometimes you don't. Um, I right. personally, very transparently, I go to therapy and I love it. And um, it's great. And I think everybody should do it. And it's wonderful. And now the people of Niagara are going to see you on the street on the Welland campus. And they're going to be like, oh, oh my God. God, we saw you on Niagara 411. Um, okay, so this is amazing. We're going to switch. So Rebecca and I met doing TIFF, doing the celebrity stuff. And it was just, it was, I remember I rolled up to, I don't know whose red carpet it was. Like, I don't even remember. But I had a mason jar of iced coffee. And I remember Rebecca being like, is that a mason jar of iced coffee? And I was like, yeah, I don't want to like throw it out, blah, 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 blah. And I think we started talking about my mason jar of iced coffee anyways it blossomed into a beautiful um very caffeinated friendship and um you just had a very exciting experience with justin bieber and Haley bieber and will arnett and tate mccray and kid Leroy at the nhl all-star game so tell us a little bit about that side of your life okay so that's the um other side of my life when you do the kind of work that i do which can get pretty emotionally intense it's good to have an outlet i have a very uh, unique outlet as Jess knows she has the same outlet um, I'm very interested in celebrity life and if I get a little deeper there is deepness to that by the way of course I'm I'm very moved by actors and musicians that's how I feel like they bring soul to life so thank you one of my, yes one of my obsessions I'm you know I have to acknowledge one of my obsessions is Justin Bieber. <laughs> I'm way too old. I know I might be his oldest fan. Whatever. But this has been a thing for like 13 years. And I've never been able to see him or anything. And the other day, 
I finally saw him. I spotted him. And if you've seen the pictures of that jacket, that red jacket, yes. it was something. How do you not spot Justin Bieber? Yeah. Yeah. So I spotted him. He didn't, you know, I still have one more goal in life. That's to get a selfie with him. But but he was very nice to you, though, right? And everybody. Oh, absolutely. Like, it was mayhem. Yeah. I can't describe it. It was mayhem. I don't envy him for one second. No. The insanity of his life. But he, you know, he acknowledged everyone. He gave thumbs up. He did the best he could. Um, but his wife, Haley, in a different moment, did come out and greet fans. And I got my selfie with Haley. Yeah, we should have pulled up the... I didn't even think to pull oh, yeah, up the selfie, but... Um, okay. yeah, yeah. I'll see, what's your Instagram? Rebecca, it's, I know you gave it well, before. It's private. It's private, so I don't know. Oh, but... But Jess... I, I followed you. If you can pull up your phone, I'll get these oh. photos up. Yeah, Rebecca Lester. Yeah, I know. I put in a follow, but I got to wait for you. Oh, oh, we're going to pull up yeah, we're the... We're multitasking here. No, it's okay. Yeah, throw oh, those like glasses that. on. I like that look. I know, right? She looks so t- smart. That's her. That's the picture. Those are the glasses she's wearing in the... Um, okay, here we go. Picture. Okay, we're going to pull up the picture of you and Haley Bieber, formerly okay. Haley Baldwin, for those who are not believers. And uh, you also saw Will Arnett, right? Yes, Will Arnett was one of the... I can't believe I'm talking about the NHL. It's the one time only... Talk about the NHL. We were just talking about this, Kevin and I. I was like, I don't follow yeah. sports. Like, I don't know what's going on. But I learned a little bit of NHL um, language over the weekend. Yes. And Will Arnett was the one of the team captains, the celebrity captains. Yes. And when I really, really, literally ran into him on the street while I was looking for Justin Bieber, <sighs> and I said, I said, to him, Oh my God, are you on your way to the oh the skills competition? And he was like, yes, I am. And I'm like, oh, I know sports language. There you are with Justin Bieber. Get out. So we're showing the picture of you taking a photo with Justin Bieber. Well, oh, my Justin God, Bieber. stop. Look at that I'm jacket. It looks like the mushrooms from Mario. Yes. It looks so warm, though. I somebody, sent, somebody captured that and sent it to me late that night, and I, I almost died. Like, I'm, well, this is the end of me. <laughs> I remember you showing me these photos and I was like, what is she wearing? There's you and Haley Bieber. She looks great. I love those sunglasses. I loved what she was wearing. Yeah, let me ask you about those glasses. That to me is like very 90s alt grunge. Oh, it's coming are, back. Are they back? These are called like the, like the fly glasses. It's like the cyber, cyber goth grunge look. I have a pair of those too. Yeah, Rebecca's met so many people. Um, Rebecca also has a photo with Tay, Tay Swift too. We had the Taylor Swift experience well, yeah, together. Oh, yeah, forget We this were standing, song. Jess and I were standing next to each other. We're now pulling up the photo of you with the Stanley Cup, which is hilarious because we know nothing about hockey, but hockey is such a big part of, you know, Canada and the All-Star was awesome. It was such a good vibe. Yep, there's you and Taylor. <laughs> You and Tay Tay. I know you can't see any of this, but it looks really good, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to say one more thing about Justin Bieber in case he ever refers back to this. This okay. is when I get delusional. Okay. There's something about Justin Bieber that I, this is what I look for in people that I work with, my friends, everybody. I can see somebody's, like, not really, but I can almost sense somebody's soul and what they have to offer. And with him, I feel like he's so close to what he has to offer. There's just a little bit more. Yeah. And I, I, that's why I pay attention to him. I'm like, you get distracted by all this, um, all these other things, but you, he has it, whatever it is. 
he has it. And yeah. I want to see it come to life in a big way. Yeah, and I wonder what that is. It's all about finding, you can be Justin Bieber and still trying to find your purpose. Call me. There it is. Yep, call her. Now, I want to ask a question to the both of you because you do a lot of driving. You mentioned pods. You talked to Will Arnett. Smartless is probably one of the only podcasts that I listen to. So love that combination. What do you girls listen to on your pods? Uh, I honestly... Tell them, Jess. Tell them. I listen to a lot of true crime, honestly, like which is so grim. But I love um, Killer Queens and uh, Going West. I also love Call Her Daddy. I do. I love Call Her Daddy. I love Alex Cooper. I think it's a great podcast for people in their 20s, but I've also recently started listening to a podcast called Do the Work, and it's about anxious attachment, and uh, especially in like dating and relationships and stuff, and it's helped me so much to throw on a podcast when I'm feeling anxious or having a bad day, listening to someone speak. So I'm slowly shifting from like, Alex Earl, Alex Cooper, like hot mess social influencers to more educated pod. Not that they're not educated, but podcasts about stuff that I can kind of implement in my life. Um, and I also have to plug it. My best friend uh, and my two best friends have a podcast called Not Your Mother's Book Club where they do book reviews too, um, which I also will shout them out because they're probably watching this. Rebecca, what do you listen to? You know what? I don't listen to that many podcasts, but when I do, which I have been recently turning to again, please, like, it's so embarrassing. Is it Oprah. a believer? Oprah. No. no, it's Oprah. It's, you know, super soul, whatever. Yeah. Uh, on repeat, I always go to those super soul um, episodes. Yeah. I mostly listen to music. That's where I get really high vibes. Yep. Through of all kinds yeah totally yes um yeah i don't think there's anything embarrassing about listening to oprah's podcast i didn't well, know she had podcasts. it's so stereotypical like that's true. 40 older 40 something old person well i'm a 28 year old that just said i listened to call her daddy so there's it's okay, <laughs> we're so stereotypical can you believe we even met each other and like we're the funniest duo the two of it's us it's so bizarre but you know I what i remember you know what I remember? I remember saying something to you, like, with your caffeinated, your mason jar, yeah. something like, you have a good vibe. And you're like, you have a good vibe, too. I remember those words. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think bo in both of our careers, different-ish careers, we meet yeah. a lot of people that don't have good vibes. So it's nice <laughs> when you find somebody that does have a good vibe. Um, right. Rebecca, you rock. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. I loved it. I loved. I feel like I'm right there with you. You are. You're very. You're very lovely on this screen in front of me, and you look great. I feel like you're right here. It's awesome. Oh, good. Okay. Thanks for having me. Love it. I'm loving Niagara. Thanks for welcoming me. And welcoming Rebecca, there. just just before we let you go, I want to throw this up and explain this picture. I know <gasps> you can't see it, oh, but this you'll is know the one. Us at the Oscars party at Tiff Bell Lightbox holding the Oscars, and we accidentally matched. She's wearing a blue blazer and I'm wearing this like purple and blue dress from Zara and we accidentally matched. Um, we watched the Oscars together. Well, actually, Rebecca yeah. is a member of TIFF and she I took her extra plus one ticket and we got to watch the Oscars. And they're coming up again, so let me know if you want to watch the Oscars together we're, again. Go, you're my plus one, always plus one. Great. I'll see you there. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, Cute. have a good day. You're the best. Thanks, Rebecca. Bye. Bye. 
She's awesome. She's actually just like such a light. She's a walking ray of sunshine. She's so smart. So nice. Um, are those real Oscars? Yes. So heavy? Yes. Um, I felt like I was going to break them. How'd you get them? They were, they were there for this event, this like exclusive event. And um, they just had them at TIFF. I don't okay, know so where they got them. Nobody's name was on it or anything? No. It was just I'm like, Brad Pitt shipped that to me. I'm like, don't worry about it. That's you know, like I held an Oscar once. Um, Do you know there's a guy in Niagara? I think he lives in Fort Erie, oh. and his name escapes me now. I could have done some research. Um, and he directed, I think it was one of the Supermans. I feel like I know this. Or a special effects. Yeah, yeah. But really, to me, and he won an Oscar for that. And back in my radio days, he came into the studio and brought his Oscar with him. That is and so cool. I was like, cool. oh my gosh, this is a real Oscar. Um, but to me... The more compelling thing is he was also the director of the uh, Smooth Criminal video from Michael Jackson. That is such a huge accomplishment. I know. For me, I'm like, oh, no, Superman, throw that by the wayside. Yeah. Are you kidding me? You directed Smooth Criminal? Absolutely. It's one of the greatest videos of all time. If not the greatest. And he told me in person um, that, you know, the big the big lean? And it's out there now. Because the I famous lean. The yeah, famous yeah. lean is that there's actually like a screw sticking out of the ground. Yes, I did know this and it provides the support, but I feel like your Achilles tendon, you also need to be super flexible well, and strong. It's MJ, right? But he says you could see in the music video that he kind of shuffles his feet because there was a slot wow. in the shoe so that he could slide his shoe into this little screw. That is so that would, cool. And that's how he did the lean. And I remember him telling me that in person. And at that time, it wasn't out there. Right. And now, if you if you Google it, it always comes up. Oh, yeah, here's how Michael Jackson did that. Right. But at the time, that was a big secret. Yeah. And it's to me, I was like, whoa, push aside the Oscar and the Superman stuff. Let's talk Smooth Criminal. Yeah. Because that's, oh, to me, it's course. just epic. That is so great. Imagine working alongside, wow, that is, Niagara has so much talent, man. I'm telling you, like, when I talk to my friends from other regions or, even my friends that, you know, I've met on my travels and stuff like that, like Niagara is such an arts hub and it is so underrated. We have a massive arts community here. Everybody is so talented. Some of the most like talented people I've ever met are from Niagara, living in Niagara. It's so lovely. How lucky are we to just be in like this massive arts community? I mean, I'm biased because I am in the arts, but it is really, really, really lovely to just have people and to have people like Rebecca too, just like teaching at Niagara College. Like that's insane. That's so, so cool. I got a surprise coming up here for you guys. <gasps> for me? Yes. I love a surprise. Who's that? And hold on. I, I just love make surprises. Sure that the tech is going to work for me. Is it scary? No, is no, it? you're going to love this one. Okay. I'll throw these out. I love, I, I love surprises. Oh. So here is, and thanks to my beautiful wife Leanne for <gasps> watching the show. Leanne, you're gorge. Is this is this the Madonna? Oh, get out! And I took that picture. She looks so good. Look at those shoes. I want those shoes. Yes, like, this would have been the this would have been the um Yeah, I'm not Rebel sure the Heart tour. Tour. Well, here you can see some of it. So here's some other shots from it. The Rebel Heart Tour. Yeah. Oh, no, this was this was MDMA. This yes, was, I think you're right. Yeah, MDMA. I know my Madonna. Wow. She looks so and, good. I mean, this is how close we were for the whole show, right? It was just yeah. ridiculous. Ridiculous how much fun that was. Wow, she looks so good. Oh, I she honest, looks fantastic. Yeah, I love Madonna. You know who also looks great? Who I saw in October? Shania Twain. Shania Twain looks 
amazing. I saw her and she wore the leopard costume that she wore in the in her music video, yeah. the exact one. She looks incredible. Now, where'd you see her? She, I saw her, I've seen her. That was my 10th time seeing Shania Twain. Oh, gosh. I, yeah, I'm a big Shania Twain fan. Uh, I saw her at uh, Scotiabank, which formerly ACC. Yeah. Um, she did a couple nights there, and I went with my two girlfriends, and it was such a fun time. I befriended, there was a woman beside me who had taken her son to see Shania Twain, and she was, like, having a great time, and I befriended her, and we had, we danced. I bought a little light-up cowgirl hat, but she looks amazing, too. Like, all of these women in the entertainment industry, I think, and men, too. You know what? I think people underestimate how much energy you need to be doing a show like this night after night after night. I'm doing like hour and 15, 20 minute shows with an intermission and I'm dead at the end of the week. I don't want anybody to talk to me on my day off. For these pop stars to be doing shows like this is absolutely insane. Somebody like Elton John who did what, 360 shows? That's the stamina you need to have is, is, is it's, couldn't be me. Crazy. Yeah, we saw, my wife and I went to go see Shania when the tour came through Buffalo. Oh, and nice. I'm only going back, I think, maybe October, November of last year. Yeah. Great show. Exactly yeah. what you said. She was phenomenal. So good. I'd have to say the uh, the outfit that she wore for our show was, I don't know. And she wore it for the whole thing. There was there was a bedazzled, like, crotch area for the I whole thing. I honestly love a bedazzled crotch area. That's great. Go Shania Twain. You know <laughs> what? Yeah, you know she what? Can, if there's one person that can wear a bedazzled crotch area, it's Shania Twain. And it, maybe she Madonna. She killed it. You're right. She killed it. We <laughs> loved the show. She sounded awesome. She, and then... At the end for the encore, she probably did it in your show too. She came out in the um, the black, the long gown yep. from uh, yeah, yeah. Is it man? I feel like a woman. Yes, is it that with video? the hat. Yeah, and just and she's like, this is the same one. Whether it was or it wasn't, I don't really care. Um, said it's the same one. I broke it out of the museum and wore it. And man, she just kicked ass. And artists yeah. like that, you forget just how many amazing songs they have. So many. It's so many. Like like and Canadian, another Canadian. Another Canadian from Timmins, Ontario. Good old Timmins. Yeah, I love Shania Twain. Shania Twain's great. Now I'm going to listen to Shania Twain on my commute home. <laughs> now, I want to bring you up a uh, story here, and I'm just going to throw this one at you. It's from Niagara 411, and the debate that seems to ensue online is... Oh, my. Okay, so they're looking for this person. Well... Is this person in the photo female or male? Oh, God. I mean, how could you even tell? How could you tell if they're male, female, non-binary, old, young? Like, how could you tell? That's What is that? I know, but that's the debate that ensues online. Okay, so look, they're, they're looking for him. Suspect what in a robbery. What did this person do? Oh, rob something. Okay. Um, they went to the Avondale. And this is a big deal because the worker at the Avondale actually got grazed with a knife. Okay, that's so, not cool. Yeah, not cool at all. So you're like, okay, we're going to help find this person. Darker skinned male, 20. So my assumption is it would, would be a male because there's a witness, the store clerk, that said, yeah, okay, yeah. That, that person looked male to me. And, and I'm not getting into a gender debate here. I'm just talking about what the comments are saying. And unfortunately, of the comments, instead of trying to actually help find this person, Oh, God, are people arguing? Is, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're arguing. Oh, friends, why are we just so angry all the time? It's not that deep. I know. Just, like... Uh, this poor person who got grazed with a knife at an Avondale is like, please help us find this person. And all people can do are argue. Yeah, look, the shape suggests it's a female. I think it's what female too. What does that too. mean? It's a female. The shape? Why are we talking about people's bodies? 
I don't care if you've robbed a bank or you haven't. It's a girl. To when me, it this is well, a I female. mean, I do care, but. I thought the same. I was going to say the same. Why it's are we hips. talking about the bodies? I just hate that so much. Ugh, what are we doing? I, I just thought that it took a strange turn. Like, what are they? They're talking about the hips? It's oh, a, yeah. <laughs> On this, like, grainy black and white security footage. The hips? How could you? T where even are the hips? I don't know. Maybe I'm blind. I don't. No, see I'm it. not drawing any conclusion from this. If the store clerk says it was male, it's probably male. Or somebody that looked male. -like. So people are saying it's it's a female because the hips are. Because they're there. They're prominent. I don't know. I some of my guy friends have the best hips I've ever seen. What are we talking about? <laughs> um, I think that we should just focus on finding this person. But the, I mean that footage. Like, how do you? Like identify anybody from that? I think going off the outfit. Like how? Like what is that? Like what is that? <laughs> Well, I hope the person is the person that is the person okay that was in the store when when it was. Uh, physically, yeah. I mean, it's going to be traumatizing. Yeah. So we should be focusing on that and not um, the size of someone's hips. But I hope we find this person because that's not cool. If you're watching it, and this is you, you did something bad. Turn yourself in. Yeah. <laughs> um, going to bring somebody on the program here, Jessica, that I'm a little more familiar with, and it dates back to a story we were covering about two or three months ago, um, and, and it's Dan, and the story is about um, a shooting that took place right across from St. Catherine's Collegiate on Catherine Street, okay. and it's crazy. 18 and 19-year-olds involved, um, and the one suspect fled and ended up being taken down at a house over on Reichert in Pelham oh in Western Hill at like okay. four in the morning, surrounded by cops. And Dan joined us on the program because he lives right in that area and is awoken by the struggle and kind of saw everything unfold and wanted to come on the program with with an update. So I think I'll kind of take it from here. But uh, hey, Dan, hey. welcome to the program. You see Jessica there, but uh, Kevin's in the background. And uh, thanks for coming on today. And I know you, you kind of reached out and wanted to update the story. First of all, um, how have you and your wife and the kids, how have you been doing in the last couple of months? Uh, well, we've had... Uh, hi, by the way. Yeah, hey. uh, we've had... Uh, a few more run-ins with the downstairs unit, and uh, they're apparently the police themselves witnessed a stabbing the other day, uh, January 30th, I think, and that that got traced back to uh, the downstairs unit at our place, and then uh, she finally got arrested again uh, with twelve thousand dollars worth of fentanyl. Um, so Dan, uh, just to kind of fill in some of the pieces, is this happened in a downstairs apartment from where you live on Catherine Street, and you always suspected that it was over drugs, you knew who this lady was, you've asked the police to do something about it, and then finally, um, she was arrested. What did you say? How many, I mean, what's the street value of that? How many people could that much fentanyl kill? You know, I mean, that's, that's all I think about when I think fentanyl. Uh, $12,000 is what the police said. Uh, and from what I know of fentanyl, that is enough to kill probably over a thousand people. God. So what does this mean for, for your family and moving forward? I mean, is she out of the building? Is she back home? All, all too often we hear that, you know, these people get arrested and they're kind of released with promise to yeah. appear and they just keep on living the same lives. Yeah. So she did get bonded out. Uh, but the part of her conditions was she cannot have any guests over at all. And uh, she actually lost the hearing with the landlord-tenant board. Uh, so she, she's out as soon as the sheriff kicks her out. That, um, that's got to bring some comfort to, I guess, to you and your family, I would think. An immense level of comfort. I mean, she's not out until she's out, right? But 
uh, you know, it's as good as we're going to get right now. And how did this come to be? I know there was a report from the NRP that was shared through Niagara 411, and she was involved in another violent attack. What do you know about that? Yeah, um, two of her runners is what we call them. She's got young kids who do her uh, dirty work for her. Uh, they were out and right in front of the police stabbed someone. Uh, and then they were tracked back to her place uh, and... So yeah, all I all I knew at the time was I got a call uh, while I'm at work, which is where I'm at right now, uh, from the from the missus saying that uh, police were outside again, and she was worried because our stepson was home alone. Or sorry, my stepson was home alone. Um, but uh, he was okay. The police have stopped kicking in our doors to get downstairs, so that's good. Oh my God, Dan, it's so. It's brutal, man. I mean, you're doing all the right things. You're raising your kids, trying to make ends meet, and this is these are the surroundings that you find yourself in. Um, yeah. So she had runners. I mean, is this kind of obviously you saw how she ran her operation? Is that basically what it was? Is she was home base, and then she got kind of these, I guess, teenagers or what have you? Did you like? Have you just been observing this for months? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, you got it. You got it right there. Is. She'd have these kids hanging out uh, on uh, what used to be the front porch that I used to sit on became like her, you know, drug station. Uh, and these these kids would sit outside and uh, hassle people, steal our mail, and uh, run her drugs for her. Um, do you know what kind of drugs? I mean, obviously she was found with fentanyl. Is it primarily fentanyl, or that's the only one I know for certain? Uh, I know that she had personal problems with drugs, but that's kind of neither here nor there. I, I don't know this stuff. I, I know that fentanyl is lethal. Um, it's a terrible addiction. It's killing people left, right, and center in numbers that we've never seen before. How do people, do you even know how, to pe how people consume fentanyl? What is it like? It is so easy. The epidemic is just, it's horrible these days. It's, it's an, it's, we were talking about this earlier. It's hidden in, in a bunch of different drugs. It's is that what it is like would you would you bury it in like in with marijuana or something like that or you would you snort it like a cocaine i'm just i i have no idea um, and not suggesting that you do dan but i mean you've probably yeah. seen it consumed so they smoke it um but it's it's kind of like like heroin on heroin so the same ways that people would consume heroin they can consume fentanyl so your hardcore addicts would be probably injecting um, and then, like, your your earlier users would be smoking. Now, I've seen some stuff online, and I've only seen it in person once. I was in downtown St. Catharines driving around, and they talk about kind of this, like, fentanyl coma that people yeah. go into where they're almost crouched over. It seems they're always, like, bent over at the hips and swaying back and forth almost mannequin-like. Have you, have you seen that stuff, Dan? Yeah, I actually know a little bit about that. Uh, not from personal experience, obviously, but... Uh, so basically, uh, it makes you want to pass out, but you feel really good before that. So they're standing up, trying not to pass out so that they can enjoy their hot. Uh, and they just do it in public because they don't give a shit. Pardon my question. No, it's all good. Jesus. And this is happening probably on your front porch, right? Uh, I haven't seen too much use on our front porch. Uh, generally, drug distributors want to avoid having uh, such a public presence, but uh, it's it's all over downtown. Um, if you know what to look for, you see it everywhere. 
So I'm assuming or hoping that your home life is is going to improve once the sheriff shows up and finally evicts her. I guess that's what you're hoping too. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's been nothing but problems from down there, and have, have yeah, any, have any other problems turned personal with either you, your wife, or your children? Like have have they kind of turned their sights on you at any time, or no? You're just you cohabitate, so to speak. Uh, a few times, um, like they've. You know, said some stuff to my wife. Egged our windows, uttered threats. You know, you know how somebody utters a threat, and you, you can't be a hundred percent sure they're talking to you. But like, you know, it, it really, you know, gets you on your hair on edge. Uh, stuff like that. You know, like intimidation, where there's nothing that we could do about it. Uh, there was actually an interaction between me and uh, Heather uh, a week or two ago where I happened to go downstairs because I heard something and she came out of her apartment and gave me some kittens to hold on to. Uh, and they were adorable. But she then swore up and down that she was innocent, that she didn't do anything wrong and this and that. But, you know, the police have actually gotten the drugs from so. I, I, I just want gone. I just, all of that stuff gone. Yeah, Dan, I'm um, going to leave it there. But uh, thanks so much for the update. And I'm so happy for you and your wife and the kids that hopefully things are going to improve for you. But boy, oh boy, I mean, there's a problem when we read about it in the news. But I mean, it's really affecting people and it's really affecting hardworking, uh, hardworking people like like yourselves that are unfortunately, you know, have to have to live in this community, a community that's dying from opioid addiction. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, no problem. Tell uh, Lee I said hi. Yeah, we will do. Okay. Bye-bye. Wow. You know, I think it's I think it's important um, that we educate ourselves on fentanyl use and supplying Narcan and having Narcan and it's so sad. Yeah, here's a video um, that that I saw just the other day on socials. I think I said it's Cleveland. Doesn't really matter. And I mean that's that's fentanyl use. Yeah. Oh, those poor souls. And it just kind of goes into the house, but I mean. Yeah, the fentanyl. The fentanyl is a. I mean, there was just those um, the death of those men in the states, the Kansas City Chief fans. I don't know if you heard about this, but there were I think multiple deaths at uh, some football party and it ended up being fentanyl related they were doing cocaine and there happened to be fentanyl in the coke um and they had passed that's so. scary it's terrifying it's also but i you know i think we got to stop putting band-aids over bullet holes and i think that the, this is so much more than just <laughs> evicting people and 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 taking away their drugs i think there's like the, this it's a much bigger problem than that and the best that we can do is like I said, educate ourselves on the use of Narcan and talk to survivors and talk to people who have lost people to fentanyl and everybody's human, so scary. it's terrifying. Stay safe out there, guys. Yeah, Spooky. Scary. Hey, uh, Jess, we're getting close towards the end of the program and I gotta go put our nice outdoor camera out there, so I'm gonna leave you. You're flying the ship solo here for a minute. Okay, okay? I'm gonna talk about our sponsors one last time, I think, because I love them so much. You guys, this has been so fun. I hope everybody's had such a good time. Thank you, Rebecca, for coming on um, and our other guests today. Once again, my name's Jess. 
Jessica Wilson. You can visit me at jessicawilson.ca or my Instagram, which is at it's Jessica here. I don't use Facebook much anymore, but I believe um, I've shared this video and I'll be tagged in this if you want to follow me there. Uh, I'm a musician and an actress from the region. I am playing frescoes in St. Catharines on Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. They have live music every Friday. I'm there every other Friday. Um, so come say hi. Come sing a song with me and come have a little beverage. Or if you're doing dry February like me, come have a glass of water and a really good lasagna. Um, but thanks so much for hanging out. I want to shout out Virgin Insurance Group, Ace Alignment, Equal Wellness Services, and of course, last but certainly not least, Gail's Gas Bar. And thank you to Kevin, who is outside right now. But thanks, Kevin, for having me on. And thanks to everybody who tuned in. And I've got friends and family watching today. Well worth the trek to St. Catharines from Toronto. And uh, Fiddler's Poorhouse. I'm about to enjoy a buffalo chicken Caesar wrap that I have been talking about since I got here at 9.30 this morning. And I'm very excited for it. Um, tune in next week. Lee, if you're watching this from, I believe, Lee is in the Dominican right now. Somewhere warm. Thanks for letting me take your spot for the day. I'm not coming for your job. People miss you, I'm sure. But I'll see you next time, Lee. I'm just shouting out Lee. I said if you're watching this from somewhere warm. Yeah, I hope he is, and I also hope he's not. I hope he's not, honestly. I hope he's on a beach drinking a pina colada and living his best life. You guys are awesome. I love doing this. Thank you so much for having me, Kevin. This has been so fun. Yeah, thank you for coming down and doing it. Yeah, of course. I, this is great. Anytime. I'll come anytime you want. There's beautiful St. Catharines. Yeah, it was downtown. I yeah, shot it downtown. It's so sunny and beautiful. Get outside today, guys. Get outside. Do a walk. Walk your dog. Yeah, come down here to Fiddler's, you know, enjoy the sunshine, come down here today, 75 cent wings, I mean weekly, yesterday you just missed the $5 burgers, Monday we showed you the $3 tacos. I believe it's also $10 poutine today. Yeah, you're right, $10 poutine. I love poutine. $10 poutine, yeah, come on down to Fiddler's, come say hi, and um, make smart choices. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a good way to sign off? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Make smart choices. Be kind to one another. Stop fighting in the Facebook comments. Watch out for another, one another and uh, enjoy this beautiful February weather we're having before so, it gets gross again. You know what's funny? And it, it sticks with me. It's not a phrase that I use a lot, but one of those, like, it's so easy to be nice. It you is know? so easy to be nice. It's actually more work to be mean. Like, absolutely. <laughs> It's like people spend their time and energy being so cruel to each other and I get it we all have bad days but like at the end of the day it's not that deep like how lucky are we that we just get to like live on this earth and like be in our bodies and meet people and learn things and make mistakes and grow from them and people are out here fighting in Facebook comments y'all need to chill it's not that deep we all just need to love each other and come to Fiddler's and eat some Buffalo Chicken Club wraps. Now, Jess, thank you so much uh, for coming down. Look forward to having you on the show again. I mean, you're my first go-to whenever Lee says he's got to go to the DR, wherever he's heading. Um, we always end the show with a music video in the, street, in the streetscape there. Today, we're going to feature your music video yes, for we are. Ego. Um, tell us a little bit about where you were in life when you shot this and the filming process. Yeah, so this was, oh my God, uh, I think I would have been 23, 24. Um, and this was such a fun video to do. Um, it was filmed with instillment and it was really fun. I had a concept of like, I wanted paint, I wanted bright colors, I wanted to break stuff. Um, and I love the song. You can stream all my music on Spotify. I do have new music coming out sooner or later, but I am working on my theater stuff right now. But 
you like this music video, you can uh, find it on YouTube. You can find it on my Instagram. That feels like a million years ago I filmed this, and I look very different in the music video too, but which you will see in a minute. Um, How do you find somebody to shoot a music video? Well, this was Reese. I, I, being in the entertainment industry, I have a lot of like videographer and photographer friends. I've worked with multiple people, and they're so lovely all the time. And I love working with other artists and collaborating. And um, the actors we used for this music video, he was amazing. He was so great, TJ. We love him. And uh, it was just a really good time. I often forget that this music video exists sometimes because it was so long ago. And every once in a while when I meet a new person, they'll be like, I found your music video. It's so good. And it's just because the videographer and the creative team was, were awesome on it. I love this. We played it a few times. So, um, so Jess, all shut up. You can say your goodbyes. And then do a throw to Ego by Jessica Wilson. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Thanks, guys, for hanging out with me today. I'm Jessica Wilson, and this is Ego by Jessica Wilson. <laughs>